Australia's inflation rate was much weaker than expected in October, but some one-offs in the figures mean the RBA is expected to stay on hold, albeit hawkishly. And the Reserve Bank of New Zealand is also in a firmly hawkish frame of mind. That's coming up in our five things in five minutes. And then in our bonus deep dive interview, ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, examines the thesis that's driving bond yields lower all over the globe at the moment, that the US economy is going to have a soft landing. That's the $64,000 question on everybody's mind at the moment. Our assessment is that there probably will be a soft landing for economic activity. But first in 5 and 5 with ANZ. Global markets were busy overnight, pricing in that soft landing Brian talks about later. The US two-year Treasury yield fell another seven basis points to 4.66%, and the 10-year fell four basis points to 4.28%. That weakened the US dollar, especially against the Kiwi, which got its own boost from that much more hawkish-than-expected set of Reserve Bank rates forecasts yesterday. The Kiwi is at 61.52 US cents at 5am Sydney Melbourne time, having briefly hit 62 US cents late yesterday. The Aussie dollar is also opening off its highs. It's at 66.21 US cents, down from 66.6 US cents yesterday. The S&P 500 is up 0.2%, and gold, it's galloping along at $2,045 US an ounce. Number two, Australia's annual inflation rate slumped to 4.9% in October from 5.6% in September, which was much softer than expected. ANZ Australia senior economist Catherine Birch explains why it wasn't quite so soft beneath the surface. That weaker-than-forecast result really reflected unexpected or larger-than-expected falls in a handful of categories rather than uh, more of a broad-based slowdown across many categories during the month. And because of that, we saw that trimmed mean inflation only edged down slightly to 5.3% from 5.4% the previous month. Number three, Catherine says the RBA is still worried about services inflation but we'll need to see more data to be sure the inflation is so strong that there needs to be another hike. We think the RBA will be happy to see that weaker inflation number, but they will be very aware that the October data does not accurately reflect some of the domestically driven and services inflation. And it's that type of inflation that RBA Governor Michelle Bullock has pointed out have been key drivers of inflation. So during the month, Price changes were only measured for around 46% of services and about 56% of non-tradables by weight in the CPI basket. Uh, They will be happy to see that, though, and we think this supports the case for a hold in December. Number four, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand yesterday held its official cash rate at 5.5%. Now, that was expected, but it was much more hawkish than expected with its comments about the inflationary effects of high migration and fiscal policy, which led to a slight increase in its forecast track for the cash rate. That caught the market off guard and saw wholesale interest rates rise 12 basis points. The Kiwi dollar jumped half a cent. Here's ANZ New Zealand's senior strategist, David Croy. Right now, you know, you've got the Reserve Bank basically standing on its own saying, you know, we might have to hike again if inflation doesn't come down quickly enough. Whereas you've got overseas central banks saying, well, if inflation continues to fall, you know, maybe we can cut a little bit down the track. So there's quite a different vibe there. Number five, 
David says some will question whether the Reserve Bank is really serious about a potential hike, or just rattling its sabres to ensure markets don't get too far ahead of themselves with expectations of early cuts, which of course might have flowed through to lower mortgage rates over the summer. The one thing markets will be thinking about is how much of what Governor Orr said yesterday was tactics, how much was just pushing back against market pricing, and how much was a genuine belief that you know they may need to hike again. Given some of the changes they made to their forecasts, you know, the way they think that monetary policy is transmitting through the economy, um, their increase in their estimate of the neutral rate, I think they genuinely do think that you know, they could be back in play if inflation doesn't fall quickly enough. But, you know, you'd need to have a pretty decent upside surprise for that to happen. ANZ's David Croy there. Now, in part one of our bonus deep dive interview, I asked ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, if the world's largest economy really is going to have a soft landing, because that conviction is what's driving bonds, stock and currency markets at the moment. That's the $64,000 question on everybody's mind at the moment. Our assessment is that there probably will be a soft landing for economic activity. We do expect the economy to slow. We think there's a number of reasons that are going to see it slow down including the lagged effects of higher interest rates from the Fed, which will bite further on economic activity. Rising real interest rates as inflation gradually declines, yet the Fed keep rates steady, certainly through the first half of next year. Diminished excess savings in the economy, a lower fiscal multiplier, slower hiring growth. So one of the most striking things about the last uh, 18 months or so, along with the very sharp tightening of monetary policy, has been this yield curve inversion for an extended period. And the conventional thinking has been that um, when you have a yield curve inversion like that, you inevitably have a recession. Can you talk about why this time seems different? You correctly point out that yield curve inversion has preceded recessions, and, and that's been the case going back to the 1970s. The yield curve in the United States inverted at the end of October last year in response to the Fed aggressive tightening. It raised rates 275 basis points in the second half of 2022. And we're now actually, believe it or not, into the you know joint longest period of inversion in the US uh, yield curve. So that's strongly signaling uh, that the recession risks are there. However, we think there are mitigating factors that argue against a hard landing in economic activity. First of all, fiscal policy is expansionary. Whilst the multiplier from spending is going to slow, from fiscal spending is going to slow, it's still positive. And the government is repairing roads, building bridges, building hospitals, digitalizing the economy, preparing it for the climate requirements for 2030 and 2050. And all that spending is trying to also underpin private investment spending. And we think that's certainly going to act as a cushion in terms of reducing the degree of contraction. But there's other factors out there as well. The labour market is structurally tight. Uh, there are still excess savings in the economy. Now, they are diminishing, but they are cushioning against the effects of Fed tightening. And hiring is still positive. It is slowing, but it's still positive. So all these things are slowing a bit, but they are going to provide a cushion for the economy. One other curious thing about um, this period of yield curve inversion and the monetary policy tightening is that 
consumer confidence has been very weak, yet spending has not you know collapsed in the way that um, you you might see in previous periods of of weak consumer confidence. What's going on in the the psyche, if you like, of uh, spenders and investors in the United States that seems different this time? The level of consumer confidence has been low. You're absolutely right, particularly with regard to expectations for the economy's future performance. Uh, Consumers are worried about business resilience. Uh, They're worried about inflation. They're worried about geopolitical conflicts. Uh, They're worried about persistently high and possibly higher interest rates. And all that has led them to conclude a reasonably gloomy outlook for the economy's future. However, that's confidence and that's expectations. The reality is is that the labour market is very tight. And whilst we have seen unemployment rising at 3.9%, it's very close to its historic lows. The three-month average hiring trend in non-farm payrolls is still around 200,000. Whilst people are not quitting their jobs as readily as they were before, they're certainly in employment. ANZ's it's Brian Martin there. And tomorrow we'll find out from Brian whether political uncertainty in the US during an election year could pull the cushion out from under that soft landing. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was 5 and 5 with ANZ for Thursday, November the 30th. Catch you tomorrow. We will find out what's happening with euro area inflation and US private consumption expenditure inflation, PCE inflation. That's important because it's the Fed's favourite measure. This podcast contains general information only, not investment advice. You should obtain advice for your personal circumstances before making any investment decisions. Please view the podcast disclaimer available via your media player or email.